0: Welcome to the Illuminated Word podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word podcast. Our reading today comes from John chapter 14, verses 15 through 24. Now in this passage, we can think of the timeline in John's gospel that would be important to understand what's going on here. This is the final week of Jesus. Jesus. This is Thursday, the night before he'll be crucified. He has had the Passover feast with his disciples, and he's given them last instructions before he goes to the cross. So we can imagine these are important things that Jesus wants his followers to know. And he's going to talk about a very important subject, the Holy Spirit. So when we go through this reading, you're going to hear a term used for the Holy Spirit that people don't use very often, and that's the term helper. And we'll get to that in just a minute. What does Jesus mean by calling the Holy Spirit a helper? So once again, we're reading John fourteen fifteen through 24. I'm going to read from the English Standard Version today. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I'll ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you i will not always i will not leave you as orphans i will come to you yet a little while and the world will see me no more but you will see me because i live you also will live in that day you will know that i am in my father and you in me and i in you whoever has my commandments and keeps them he is who loves me These things I have spoken to you while I'm still with you. So let's think for a minute what Jesus is talking about as we break down this passage and we see that the very core message of John 14 and John 16 revolves around the Holy Spirit. Jesus wants them to know that they will not be left alone. Even in John 16, Jesus says some strange things. He says, it's better if I return to the Father. So what Jesus is referring to here is his ascension back to heaven. He will be resurrected after three days in the tomb and spend 40 days on earth appearing to his followers. And then he will ascend back to heaven to reign at the right hand of the Father. Now, to grasp the content of what Jesus is saying here and why it's so important, Jesus will have a role while he's in heaven. In First John chapter 2, we read that Jesus will be our advocate or our helper before the Father. He will advocate for us. So what's interesting when Jesus says that we'll receive another helper, there is a first helper. Now that word helper uh, comes from the Greek word parakletos. And that word can be translated all kinds of different ways. It has a, a wide range of meaning. One translation has it as advocate, more like a, a person that would help you in a, in a judicial situation, uh, like a public defender, a lawyer would come and, and give you your defense. And you can think about it that way. If you go into a court of law, you definitely want a lawyer. That's a situation where you really don't understand what's going on. So the Holy Spirit has that role as an advocate for us. We know that Jesus has that role, first of all. That before the Father in heaven, he advocates for us. So that that's important, I think, that we're going to have another helper, another advocate. So the way this word's been translated before is advocate, comforter, or helper. And in that range of meanings, all those are are okay, but I think you need to hold all those in your mind to get what Jesus is talking about. So think of a public defender, someone that comes beside you in a court of law. That, That would be one way the Holy Spirit works. The Holy Spirit also empowers us and gives us the strength to get through life and all the struggles that we have. We know in the book of Romans we're told that the Holy Spirit helps us even with our prayer life. And when you're struggling and you don't know what to say, you're so distraught and so filled with pain, and you're trying to pray to God and you can't even articulate the words, the Holy Spirit takes the gobbledygook of our heart and makes it intelligible to the Father and speaks on our behalf. So in some ways, when you think of the Holy Spirit being an advocate, that would be one way the Holy Spirit is an advocate for us in our prayer life. Holy Spirit takes and articulates our heart to the Lord in a way that's intelligible. The Holy Spirit also convicts the world of sin like a prosecuting attorney. So the Spirit has a role and I believe that happens through the preaching and proclamation of the Word. When the Word of God is proclaimed, the Spirit works upon people and convicts them of sin. So there's this part of the Holy Spirit dwelling within us that helps helps us in our prayer life. We just don't know what to say. But also the Spirit convicts the world of sin. But there's another aspect to what the Holy Spirit does too. The Holy Spirit also preaches to your own heart. It's an advocate to you, to remind you that you're a child of God. That's one of the roles of the Holy Spirit, to constantly remind you of whose you are. The Holy Spirit dwelling within you tells you, okay, your identity is in Christ. So you have this advocate so to speak to your own heart i think that's interesting you have jesus who's an advocate before the father advocating for us and telling the father okay he is mine he is one of my children or she is one of my children and then you have the holy spirit advocating to our heart telling us hey you are god's child so i want you to just hold that all in mind that the roles of the spirit here that we see in john's gospel the spirit is going to come and come into our hearts and strengthen us, uplift us when we're weary and when we're struggling and we need help, Uh, supernatural power to get through the day. Then the Holy Spirit's also going to convict the world of sin. The Holy Spirit's also going to convict your heart and remind you that you're a child of God all the while while Jesus advocates for us. Now there's another part of this that's really important. Jesus says, if you love him, you will keep his commandments. And this gets back to this idea of what is faith. Faith, really, when you look at the word in the New Testament, the word pistis, the word for faith, faith really encompasses the idea of allegiance, too. Faith is multiple things. You can translate the word pistis in really three different ways. Faith is mental assent. To some form of teaching it's in your head you actually believe uh, the promises of Jesus it's also the idea of trust faith involves the word trust that you think of Abraham Abraham trusted God's promises and launched out because of that but faith also important has has a third component in that word and it's allegiance or filthy allegiance like to a king so it really makes sense that if you have faith in Jesus Three things are going to happen. You're going to believe certain things. Like we would say, believe in your heart. We use that as kind of a, a euphemism. You believe in your heart. You trust what Jesus says. You just don't believe uh, about Jesus or in Jesus. You believe Jesus. You trust what he says. And then because of that, you give your life in total allegiance. So this idea of obedience and faith go hand in hand. And what Jesus is telling us is something we better take pause and and listen to. These are these tough passages that we need as a corrective at times to remind us if we really do believe in Jesus, there'll be some fruit there. If you really do believe in him, you're going to love him. You're going to keep his commandments. So people that claim they love Jesus and then basically they want to make Jesus in their own image and they want to take the teachings of Jesus and kind of shape them into things that are palpable for them, things that are easy for them to obey. That that's not what Jesus is talking about. We come in humility, we come under his word and and we obey him simply. If you're going to be a follower of Jesus Christ, then you're going to do what he says. His word, his teachings, the totality of who he is is going to shape everything about you. So two big things in our passage this morning. We've got the Holy Spirit who's a helper the Holy Spirit, who is an advocate, who comes alongside us. We also have the Holy Spirit who convicts the world of sin, the Holy Spirit who preaches to our heart to remind us that we are children of God, but then also this component that if we are truly followers of Jesus, we're going to obey his word. We're going to do what he tells us to do. Well, I hope you have a great day. I'm thankful that you've tuned in again to our podcast, and I pray these are building you up, and I pray that you will come back tomorrow as Devin leads us into our readings as we continue to have this conversation this week about uh, the Holy Spirit and and God's role in our life as we talk about what are the marks of of mature Christian living. That's kind of the theme all this week. Well, God bless and have a great day.